so as I'm sitting here listening to music and thinking um, I'm finally admitting that I was used for all these years I had been used and my wife who used me was on a mission and she won she got everything she wanted out of me out of this life and out of her career and she won I remember when I first got with her she introduced me to the kids as the nanny so I was the help and she hid that for a long time from her family and from the kids not from the kids so much a long time but from the rest of her family for a long time and I gave up my career to be with her because I thought that I was in love I thought that um she was the best I was ever going to be with because of how smart and beautiful she was I thought I did my best and I had a, a ready made family so I was like what else was there and then um we moved from state to state to state you know advancing her career and I did my job because that's how it was for me when there were times that I couldn't work because of my aneurysms then I would put in the work at doing everything that a, a stay at home mom would do all the administrative stuff it was like a job for me when I have a, when I didn't have a job and then when it, when I did have a job it was still a job for me because she didn't know how to handle anything that had to do with you know auto pays and you know setting up the accounts and I handled everything I don't know if she just played dumb but because, or because she was just too busy with her work that she didn't have that time so that became my job and I was good at it good at it and I did it every state was seven moves six states you know I did all the involvements I'd handled everything everything that you need to handle after a huge move I did it all and on top of that helping her improve her credit and whatever money I made giving it to her to pay her bills I did it all you know I sit here and I think about you know for how long she has been cheating and um, for me it's a very black and white thing you know the only thing I had was a woman's intuition and for me to let go of my family that wasn't enough I know if I would have had hardcore proof evidence 
I would have left a long time ago. But she kept stringing me along and stringing me along and just taking me state to state to state. When in every state, she probably was cheating on me. I remember feeling that she was cheating in every state we moved in, every new job. It was the perfect scenario for her. You know, she had to travel a lot for her work and I had to stay home with the kids. All of her family was my family. I had no friends to communicate to. I had no family to communicate to. So I couldn't talk about anything. I just dealt with it because I had a job to do. Because I had a family to take care of. And that's the reason why I just did it. Because I was on a mission. One thing I would say to everyone. Never trade in your goals for someone else's. When you do that, you're already ruining your life. And you're already not serving God's purpose. Because I should have kept my goals. And helped her to achieve her goals at the same time. But she was moving on her goals but never helped me achieve mine it was always her she's just going from state to state to state and you know always feeling like I was being cheated on you know instead of doing that and dragging me along why didn't you just admit that you were cheating and get rid of me get rid of me because you didn't love me for a very long time I can't even believe that you married me because I know that you didn't love me before we got married. If you would have loved me, you wouldn't have done all of the things that you did. And even before we got married, I had called the entire wedding party and told them it was off because I didn't want to get married, but I was forced and pressured into getting married. And I was told that there would no longer be in a relationship without marriage. And I wasn't ready to give up on my relationship or give up on my kids. Number one, because I loved her. And number two, because I knew she wouldn't be able to make it without me. Her job was too demanding. She had the type of job that... It was for a single person, not a person with three young kids who eventually grew up to be teenagers. It was always a more than one person job. Very difficult for a single person to handle, especially a single person with um, with all of their focus was on their career and not on their children. So had I not been there, the kids would have suffered even more. Because they would have been abandoned. So I didn't want to give up my job. My job was to get her to her goal. And to get my kids to be safe. And that's what I did. And then once she bought the house. Her goal was achieved. And she didn't need me anymore. And she's already was cheating on me. Before my stroke. So... It just confirmed everything That she never loved me And You know Our relationship was never 
going to um, to um, succeed. I always was requesting um, counseling, counseling for us, and counseling because of all the things that was happening behind the scenes with the kids. And I always felt that the kids really needed counseling because of what was going on. And I wanted counseling with my wife so we could be a team instead of adversaries. But she wanted something else because she had a different plan. She was already cheating. She was already done. She got the house. She got the job. She's making the six figures. And she discarded me. She had a whole plan. I mean, when I say this woman is brilliant, she's brilliant. You know, this apartment that I'm living in, this was the empty nester apartment. And then when I got kicked out, it became my apartment. But everyone at the job, you know, they all thought that, oh, we had an extra residence and we were balling. No, we weren't. No. My money paid for this apartment and her money paid for the house. We weren't balling. We were broken. And we, I would leave the house and, and, and fake fake that I'm I'm still living in the house and letting people use my apartment to do whatever organization organized things that she had done to feed the homeless for her job they were able to use my apartment and then use the downstairs um you know game room in the apartment building because we were living a facade when my cousins came for my 50th birthday they thought it was our downtown apartment and they stayed in the apartment while I stayed in the house. And then as soon as they left, I went right back to the apartment. You know, that's how it was. She played the game really, really well. And she's winning. Because right now, I'm in that apartment. I'm alone. I don't have any income. And I'm still not divorced. And I have a hearing coming up. You know in three weeks because I've had to place a restraining order against them and I can't go into the details so it's a court order and that's where I am right now while she's in the 3,000 square foot house she has the kids the kids could do whatever they want whatever they want you know I don't know where how people were raised but when I was raised you know respect was not something that you had to earn it was expected you respected your elders so a lot of the times a lot of the fights were over disrespect and I've said this many times but it's still it's not an excuse it's not an excuse for all the anger that was unleashed it's not and that's always going to be something that breaks my heart but I really know had I known what was going on with my injury to my brain a lot of the anger would have subsided and would have diminished because I would have been treated but it was left untreated and I ended up having a stroke so not only dealing with 
having a broken heart and being married to someone who was never on your team someone who had an agenda since day one someone who needed saving since day one and someone that I saved and just helped flourish and she won she's winning she got everything 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 and now the same thing that you know she did to her ex-husband she's doing to me the same thing got herself a new man and you know and now she just has a reason to forget about me completely you know she did this with her husband you know I was a distraction so she was able to be distracted but the one thing that I know that was different now and then she made a sacrifice for me she sacrificed her family she sacrificed her job she sacrificed a relationship with her kids but this new relationship there are no sacrifices the only person who's making a sacrifice is the person she's dating because they are taking a chance on someone who um, they think has it all but who has so much emptiness inside that they're taking a chance of getting their heart broken but you can't explain that to someone because especially I think when you're to a man um, a lot of um, their thoughts comes from below so if she's satisfying him that way then she can control her, his mind and for me the way she controlled me is that I had to take care of the kids the kids were my job and I took it seriously but when the disrespect got out of hand and I was suffering from this brain injury I had no coping skills and also suffering from my wife treating me like trash you know saying in front of the kids that the only reason why I'm staying is for the money look at where I live look at my home look at how I'm living you really think that this is for the money I'm not doing anything for the money money was never my motivator my motivation is to just be good do I have to worry about my bills pay my bills and be okay money was never motivation so with my family just making sure the bills were paid and making sure my family was okay and it was a job it was a job for me and it's just something that I'm continuing for myself because now it's my job to take care of myself and I'm hustling and I'm scrambling and I'm doing whatever I have to do and I don't even know how I'm going to get my stuff home I don't know I haven't figured that out yet I mean there's probably a lot of stuff I'm going to have to leave behind or throw away and I'm going to lose everything I gave up everything to be with this woman I got rid of a car I got rid of my, my career I got rid of all my furniture I sold everything 
I gave up my friends and I moved cross country for her. And now I'm gonna, everything that I gave up, I'm gonna lose it all. I was able to reacquire and live comfortable in this apartment. But I've been just selling things and selling things and selling things and things are starting to diminish. And the stuff that I can't sell, I may have to throw it away because I have no way of getting it back home. So, like I said in the middle of this, never, ever, ever trade your goals in for someone else's. Never. Never do it. And that was where I went wrong. I lost focus of myself and only focused on her and the kids. And now I'm paying for it. And I'm like very close to being homeless. And if it were not for my mother, then that's exactly what would happen to me. So no career. I didn't finish my education because every time I started school, we had to move. And I was like, well, why did you keep going? Because the only way I can do that is online. But throughout her career, while trying to get her to where she is today, we always lived check to check. There was never anything extra. That's the reason why now I have student loan debt and no degree. So it's definitely started from scratch. And I just know, I know what's happening to me is going to make me a stronger person. I know it is. You know, and I, I just have to keep moving forward. You know, I still have issues with my hand and disability is in disagreement on whether or not what I can do and what I can't do. But just think about this. Not being able to pick up a coin or not being able to hold on to a water bottle or every time you try to open a bottle you can't gauge how, how strong your grip is so you know how much you're squeezing something and you spill water every single time I can't hold anything in my left hand I can't hold it so and I'm having this battle over my divorce you won I have to take this with me for the rest of my life why are you battling me? Why is everything a fight? I was doing this for 12 years. Six states. Seven moves. What? Why do you think my worth is zero? Like, so I, I pray for her. Because... She may think she's not sinning, but she is. Because God would not want anyone to do this. Whenever someone does something for you, you reciprocate the favor. And that's all it is. Just reciprocate what I've done. Regardless of all the fighting, Regardless of all the sadness in the end, regardless of my stroke, I just want to live. I just want to live 
and I just wouldn't be able to move on. So just let it go. See my worth. Because my I know, I know my worth is a whole hell of a lot more than zero. I know that. And even if I have zero and I walk away with zero, at least I know that my worth is not zero because that is not going to define me. God has a greater plan for me. And with all of the stuff that I'm going through, it must be spectacular because this is a lot. And if, if I were a different person, you know, I, who knows if they would survive this? It's a lot. You know, to not to just be completely abandoned by people you stuck by for 12 years. People you protected from strangers for 12 years. People whose finances you protected for 12 years. Career protected for 12 years. That woman never had to say no or no to any demand her job ever made. Because I had her back. And to know that that person does not have my back. I feel I was used. I had to be. And it's just a fact. Everything I did, you did. But what you did to me, after my stroke, I never would have done to you. Never would have done to you. But this was a great plan. It was really a great plan for you. Not great for me. But I have this whole other way that I've won. I want to talk about that. I have won spiritually. Every time I turn around and I feel like I'm getting kicked to the ground, God sends things and, and picks me right back up. God does things and picks me right back up. And it's an amazing thing. At one moment, I can feel complete sadness. And then the next minute, God will step in in his great joy. Great joy. So he's just filled me with people and with a purpose and with a focus and with an understanding and with a rebirth and a renewal of my entire soul from the inside out. And it's amazing. And I'm so grateful to God. I don't care if I have to trash everything and go home with one suitcase. 
if that's what I have to do, then I'm going to call some people over and tell them to carry this shit away. Either take it and keep it or throw it away. I got one or two friends that I can call to help me do that. And hopefully they won't be busy. So I don't care. All I care is that I'm so filled with the Holy Spirit. And that is all that matters to me. And that's why I know that I won. You may have won with the devil. But I won with the Lord. So guess what? You did not win. I won. And God is so good to me. And I just can't wait for the next installment. You know, I usually do this when something compels me to do so. And I was compelled tonight to do so. I'm not trying to put my business out in the street. Which this is what exactly what I'm doing. I'm just trying to tell my story. And we all have a story. But think of how many women who don't tell their story. Because they're afraid to. Or because people are going to think, oh, you're just trying to monetize. Or you're just trying to hurt. Or you just, no. You think that this shit makes me look good? You think that I feel powerful? Talking about all the bad stuff that happened in my marriage? No. No, I failed. I failed the kids, I failed her, I failed myself, I failed my marriage, and I failed God. I failed God. So this shit does not make me feel good. It makes me feel sad. But there's nothing I can do about it. It's just how it is, how it is right now. And all I can do is keep preparing myself for the next chapter. You know, just getting ready. You know, it's some a new, new chapter. It's a, it's like a clean slate, and he has cleaned my entire soul. My slate is clean, and I'm ready to move forward. I'm ready to move forward. I don't want, I want to wish her happiness. You know, but if this man is Hispanic. And he has to deal with disrespect. I don't know. I don't know what the reaction is going to be. The only thing I do is pray for the kids. And pray that she's safe. Because I don't want her to go back to a relationship like she first had. It was abusive. And with me. It was verbally abusive. It was a lot of sadness. So no. No. I don't want that for her. No. I want her to be happy. And I just don't want her to make the same mistake. If she don't love that man, let him go. Don't string him along. Don't string him along because you want to continue to fulfill a facade. Just be by yourself. You know, this time by myself has been so uplifting, uplifting and so precious and valuable. And I, I can't wish to I have to wish to Not wish But I pray that she finds Some time by herself And not do To me And do it to him 
because it's not fair to him and it wasn't fair to me or maybe she found the love of her life and maybe this is the last stop but hopefully she's not just you know sacrificing me like you know not sacrificing settling I'm not going to say that but in some ways there's I can I've, I've seen they're settling but don't settle that's another thing I would advise don't settle when I go back home I am not going to settle I do not want to be in a relationship I just want to be in a relationship with God and I want to start my business I want to be successful and I want to help my family and I want my family to help me and if I ever meet anyone down the line that's okay but there's no way in the world that I'm going to mix sex I'm not going to get my heart involved so sex is not an option because I already know what sex can do sex can make things very very cloudy and your judgment is very cloudy and knowing how vulnerable I am I'll be telling the first person who came through the door that I love them no 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 I just want to be me and yes I'm going to talk and flirt and do whatever you know that's it I don't want a relationship I quit drinking so I don't have to worry about acting like a damn fool you know because I act like a fool when I drunk and I was with the person who was a who was a high functioning alcoholic and I used to always have to make these challenges like let's do a 30 day challenge where we say dry don't drink but a, a lot of times it failed and I really think alcohol was a huge decision maker in our marriage and if we weren't functioning alcoholics we probably would have a different outcome but it's okay that outcome does not matter the only thing that matters is what's here and what's now that's it and I just pray that everyone is safe I even pray for Jesse and I just pray for myself and I just want people to pray for me and I only want to tell my story and this story may not even get anywhere this story may stop at the, the few listeners that I have but at least they heard my story I just don't want to be silenced I don't want to be dysfunctional and be doing this stuff on on Facebook and Instagram and be messy this is me being less messy but I have to tell my story and I feel like I'm telling it to a group of friends in private so if you listen to the whole 31 minutes um, thank you I know it's a lot and it may have been hard to stay listening but um, you know it's my story and um, God is so good just keep God in your life no matter what you're going through and you will make it through I will make it through this I will so have a blessed evening and um, thank you for listening